Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast. <laughs> Corey, open up. It's me. Corey, it's me. Open up. We don't want good. the chaperones to see. Let's talk devils and islanders. Let's talk penguins and rangers. But let's not talk about flyers because they're a bunch of fucks, which no one can deny, which no one can Come on, guys, wake up. It's episode 133 of the Friends of Rivals podcast coming at you live and on. I'm one of your hosts, Tom Harkness. Join me each week on Stephen Wojtowicz. Bill Fougere. Nick Larita. Screw you, Steve. Fuck you, Nick. You Nick, stupid fucking what? Islanders with their lucky fucking goals. Bullshit. Cheating. Goal hanging, wee, Matt Barzell. Wee, oh, I'll just wait on the blue line and get a big wee. pass and go in on a breakaway and score. Fuck that. I mean, wow. shit, we could do this for the next hour. That's fine. You scored on Vitek Vanacek. Big fucking whoop, man. I mean, we didn't pull our goalies, so I mean, that's that's always a good thing, right? Right? Yeah. Do we get the high score? Is that a good thing? What, what does that mean? We make Chrissy's head bleed. <laughs> I bring it back down to a somebody hit in this crowd. I don't know if you guys know Grandma's Boy. That might have been too much. No, yeah, no. yeah, it was too much. I love Grandma's Boy. What are you talking about? It was great. Well, you didn't pick uh, up yeah, on the okay, fucking okay. reference, so you didn't. Because he wasn't. He was talking about swingers. Making Chrissy's high head score? bleed. High score before that. Before that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, when he's doing the dance, the dance video game. Yeah, I didn't mm-hmm, pick up mm-hmm. on that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I like that movie a lot. It's a good movie. That's, that's a great movie. Great movie. Uh, Islanders still up on the Devils in the third period. Four three still. Four three. Four three. Four three. For now. Not a lot of confidence in Nick going into the third period. No, absolutely not. The little, the opposite of confidence. <laughs> well. That's lack I, of confidence. Uh, speaking of lack of confidence, I lacked the confidence to go through with the spatch cocking of my turkey last week, and wuss. I did it original. You I, I, listen. I think I think Thanksgiving is too big of a holiday to try new shit. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. That's why I thought for sure you yeah. shouldn't do it. That's why I said it was a mistake. But when was you going to make a turkey? Well, I, you make it during the year. You fuck what? around during the course when? of the year. You yeah. experiment. You can experiment with that shit in yeah, fucking exactly. March. Nothing's going yeah. on in what happens in March. March St. is a Patrick's shitty Day. Up. March Best is a Irish holiday month. ever. March is a shitty month. Do it in March. But uh, Lauren did make her sweet potatoes. They were magnificent. Mm. She cut them thinly, put them in the muffin tin, put the butter again. syrup, and the uh, brown you sugar. Have the whole, you have the whole fucking story this time, at least. She threw it in the oven at 400 for 25 minutes and they were, they were, they were delightful. They were so good. good. Does she measure out the amount of like butter and syrup and stuff that she puts in there? Or does she just kind of eyeball it? Uh, It was all even. So yes, I would have to say she, she, she measured. So even parts of each ingredient. Yes. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know if it's equal parts butter, sugar, oh, syrup. Oh, here we go. He doesn't have the details. What do you here. mean? You, you just you, if you just want the, said. Listen, if you want the fucking recipe, go text Lauren. No, 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 You just fucking said it was equal parts. Yeah, I saw her doing the fucking thing with the thing with the measurements. And now you're saying you don't know if it's equal parts. 
Well, I don't I, I don't know exactly how much of each one she put in. She might have been two Wait. tablespoons of this, one so, tablespoon of so that. Now that's a, two times a, a tab of two butter. times you said know. it's equal parts. And now you're saying you don't know again. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. My God in heaven. Relax. I'm just saying Are I, you? you shouldn't lie you on your saying? podcast. Are you just saying? Christ almighty. They were fucking delicious though. They were delicious. How's everybody else's Thanksgiving? Yeah, it was all right. Little dash COVID. We yeah, yeah, that's what we had too. We had we had we had a good uh COVID spike. So oh, yeah, great. Ben, ben had COVID during right before the Wednesday, and we had to uh, change all the plans. <laughs> so we had to, most people not come, and then we had uh, uh we had to, well people came to pick up the the food while we. Had Ben in his uh in his Wait, room. Wait, they came to your dad's house to pick up food. Yeah, Ben was in his room basically okay, the entire a, time he had it. So that's but, a commitment right there. That's a good. That commitment. really is. Listen, the, the, people what they, were, wait, were did upset, they drive from Long Island? Coming. No, no, this is all New Jersey family. Oh, okay. I was about to yeah, say yeah, they drove yeah, from yeah, Long yeah. Island to get food. Hey, no, damn. You know, you, you know how anymore. you know how Nick's dad cooks. Oh, I understand how Brian gets. Yeah. I get it. You drive anywhere to get there. My cousin, yeah, well, my cousin the, uh... came, and she was like, "I was, I would have stayed." She came and they had hors d'oeuvres with my with uh, my uncle, and uh, she was like, "I would stay," but uh, her her uh, boyfriend was like, um, "Has to had to travel and see family." They're like elderly and couldn't be there, so she's like, "I would have stayed though." She's like, "You know, yeah. what I came anytime where my uncle Brian is and coming whenever he's cooking." <laughs> <laughs> so, so the yes. So, we had that, and then we got back here, and Nora got COVID. So we we've had a had a whole thing going through us here, but we're good. Uh, and hopefully, she hopefully no one else gets it here. Me and Tara have been pretty good. Charlie as well. So good. Just keep her locked in her room, like she, she's going to be well, locked up until she's twenty two. We Damn drove with her in a car. <laughs> we we drove back from Jersey in a small box with her when she was. Not feeling well, so I'm pretty sure there's no escaping at that point. So if we were to get it, we would get it. Is it is it child abuse at that point if you just roll the window down and force the kid to stick their head out the window the whole drive home? Uh, yes. you know, I feel yes. like that's probably it's one a bad way to idea. prevent anyone from getting it. I don't know. You may have to go to the hospital for a different reason after that. Yeah. <laughs> You could have just, you know, rented the the Griswold station wagon and had her sit in the back with her yeah. head out the back window. Oh, I thought that fine. I totally yeah. thought you were going like Ed, Edna and put her on her chair. On the oh, roof. no, I'm not that cruel. I mean, she's still a young girl. She wouldn't survive up there. No. Talk about the, the thing going down. And well, yeah. as, as we found out last week, well, hold on. Nick, was there any any problems coming home? Did you make it to the to make it home? Did you make it? You didn't have to go oh, to the bathroom. Nothing. You were good. Everything was good. <laughs> we were good. We're good. Right, good. No, no emergencies in the uh, stops. We were <laughs> Thank fine. Thank God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I did. I def- we definitely made a really good time. We were four in the morning. Got back around noon. It was like we think we got off like four thirty or down at noon. So, uh, everything was <laughs> perfect. No, no McDonald's and coffee. No, <laughs> no. I actually. I wanted to stop her for McDonald's for a muffin at like, I think it was like around, I don't know, it was pretty early. It was probably like 10, 9 to 9 o'clock. Maybe it was like 8 o'clock. No. 
And it was like, uh, well, we switched over, I think. Uh, it must have been like 8 o'clock. It was, we went and stopped in, at Dunkin' Donuts instead. And I was like, yeah, it's probably, probably a good idea. Just get coffee. If that. you are, Billy talked me into those McGriddles and you put the hash brown on it. Holy hell. Yeah. <laughs> My God in heaven. Well, Billy, we know you you don't you don't cook, and Jen got the COVID. What'd you do? Uh, we had like a uh, oh oh, what do they call it after the last season of Hard Knocks? We had like a carcucci platter. <laughs> uh, oh, good good <laughs> reference. Uh, and a lot of whiskey, just a lot of fucking whiskey. So, yeah, evident by your text day. messages all Thanksgiving Day. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we have been waiting three episodes for this moment. Whip out the fucking tasty cakes right now. Whip them out. We need to win. They're right this. here, but first, I must read something. I, I okay. and 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 by the way, I don't think any of this is going to live up to the hype that's been that's been generated for no, the past not, three weeks. Well, probably not. No. Oh, the, the I think bar it will. Is way high. So, again, first, let me read this. Dear Brian, I hope this message finds you well. I write with a heavy heart on behalf of the entire Friends and Rivals podcast team to offer our most profound apologies for the distress caused by our recent episodes. Words cannot express how deeply sorry we are for any pain, offense, or discomfort caused by the content of our podcast. We recognize and acknowledge that our remarks and discussions during the episodes were insensitive, thoughtless, and unacceptable. Your feelings and experiences deserve the Okay, so I had to mute him because this is total bullshit. There is no way we're apologizing to that little guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. No, 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 Get no, no, no. He's still trying Media to talk. Changes to rectify oh, the situation. We are undertaking measures to educate ourselves, foster greater sensitivity, and ensure that such an incident never occurs in our content. Once again, we offer our sincerest and most profound apologies. We are deeply sorry for any pain or discomfort caused, and we hope to regain your trust in the future. Well, he's reiterating what he said in in the beginning. I think you have to do that. With utmost regret and sincerity... Your friends at the Friends and Rivals podcast. I mean, it's only one co-host. That's his apology is going. And to. now I mean, we show you how I eat a tasty cake. You got that, listeners? We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get a good visual of how Steve <laughs> has a tasty cake. All right, so he's unwrapping <laughs> the package. He's got one in his hand. So what you do That's first? Is you eat around the outside. Oh God. And you're getting mostly just chocolate when you do this. Uh-huh. And so you're just continuing to eat around the uh make your way around. Interior. Yep. Yeah. All right. All the edges are gone. 360 degree turn around the tasty cake. So what yeah. you have here almost looks like an Oreo. Um, not really, but okay. No. Not top, chocolate close. on top, chocolate on the bottom. Yeah, but that... And then you carefully hold the lower portion and you... Oh, uh, yeah. 
and you He's bite the, the top off of it. You eat the top off the you like, like you're eating a muffin. You eat the top off the muffin, so you just have the base left. Uh huh. And then you just eat the best. Well, why wouldn't you eat the base first and leave the the chocolate peanut butter and a little bit of the cake that gets stuck to the peanut butter as your last bite? It's harder to do that. Prove it. Do, you need do, your do another teeth. one. You have three there. Do another one. You need your teeth to pry the top from the bottom. So once the top already gets in your mouth, it's in your mouth. That's exactly what Melanie Bedard said. <laughs> I need a beep. They were starting already. <laughs> it's four to four. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I still, I still think you can do it. I still think you can eat the bottom first and leave the. And top then with the second the one, bite. with the second one, this. Oh, bro. You just you stick the whole. You just you house the entire what cake? Why? Just... I don't know what he's saying. But... You want a glass of milk? This is delicious. Why do you oh, shit, it's a tasty one. cake. It's delicious. Uh, Coke Zero. Why is the second one just inhaled? Why Why the opposite thing? I don't get it. Because the first one took so much effort, you just want to eat the second one. Just get it done with. Well, what happens to the third one? I'll what? save that for tomorrow. <laughs> Normally, I... What do you mean you're saving it for tomorrow? I, Watching his figure. Yeah, you, know, you can't have... It's you know almost 9.30. You can't have three tasty cakes at 9.30. <laughs> you can't. That's a, oh, you were serious. <laughs> Good God in heaven, man. I'm so oh, glad yeah, I got yeah, to share yeah. that with you guys. Yeah, that's, that was that was great. That's not how you eat them. It's not how we eat anything. It wasn't honest. very it wasn't that odd though. What? Going around the tasty cake. It's not like putting must you know mustard on one and a half hot dogs and ketchup full on the two hot dogs. It's not like that. Yeah, when you set the precedent with like right. the way you eat cereal, then it's it's hard to challenge that. Well, it's not even a way to eat cereal. That's the beginning of being a psychopath. Okay, yeah, true. Well, you say tomato. Right. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> Good God. Okay, uh, let's go to uh, listen. How else would we start a podcast? Should he call of the week? And this one is, oh boy. You know, I have found during the Ranger game last night that the refs are now inventing new ways to fuck the Rangers. I don't understand. I don't know how, I don't know how, is is it like this with your teams too? I mean, you guys got to tell me because I I watch a lot of Ranger games, obviously. Um, do, Do refs just make the most idiotic calls in your games too? Or is it just mine? I think every game. It's, I mean, it's yeah. I mean, you're not special. We can't we can't yeah, have a single game without being sucks. Yeah, across the board. Okay, well, this is a a no goal from the Ranger game last night. Uh, let's let's watch it play out. He comes to the front of that, pokes it in. Watch right there. Looks off his forearm, elbow. Comes to the front, and Wheeler packs it in. So if you didn't catch that, Cooley elbows the puck in back of the net. To Wheeler, and that got called a hand pass. Mm. A hand pass when he hit the puck with his elbow. So an elbow pass attached to his arm, hence a 
hand pass? Is that really the logic we're following? It here? was it was it was waved off because of a hand pass. That's now, not even a handball in soccer, I don't think. Like a hand pass to me in NHL, to be clear cut, is anything that touches your glove is a hand pass. Makes sense. I, I think that's how you have to delineate it in the rule book to make it clear cut. Touches your glove, it's a hand pass. Any You're other part of your body is fair game. Intentional. Intentional. You're saying something's clear but cut. No, in no. NHL. Intention doesn't doesn't matter. So you think it, if your hand is on your stick in the neutral zone or offensive zone. If your hand is on your stick and the puck hits your hand, the back of your hand, that's a hand pass. Yes. In the offensive or neutral zone? Yes. Regardless. But okay. because the play was blown dead, there was no continuation of the play, no goal. The only Jack Hughes gets a continuation. No goal. And even if it did touch his hand first, it still touched his elbow, which negates the hand pass. So the ref's blowing the whistle makes that play stop and the Rangers not get a goal. So three weeks in a row, we have had whistle blown, no goal. Whistle blown, goal. Whistle blown, no goal. So for the past three weeks, we have had such inconsistent results with the referees. It is it is starting to drive me a little bit fucking batty. Not only that, Tyler Pitlick got called for an interference penalty within half a second of the guy passing a puck and he checked and floored him and he got called for an interference penalty. I, I just, I, I don't under, I cannot tolerate these fucking refs anymore. I can't do it. Was this a reviewable play? Did they, the, the elbow yeah. hand pass? Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. They reviewed it, but because the whistle blew, no, they didn't review it because the whistle blew. That was they it. They, they did not. The so the referees last night were Chris Lee and Ooh. Kendrick Nicholson. You right. motherfuckers are now on my radar. Keep your keep your list going. Make sure you have a list. Fuckers. Not so the I, Rangers. I, I, I like the Rangers going to win that game last night anyway. But yeah, I mean, maybe nothing as egregious as that that comes to mind. Um, but I'm sure if I thought about it or or watched closely for the next two or three weeks, we would we would all have some similar asinine call that went against our team. It just seems like the refs have it out for the Rangers this year. And and look, I I know wow wow, poor fucking me, right? First place Rangers, blah, wow, wow. But it's Not it's what we said. There's no fucking consistency out there at all from the referees. And I'm and I'm tired of being a fucking broken record on this podcast saying how much I want them all to die. Am I allowed to say um, that? So if yes. you're if you're, you're tired encouraged. of it though. Okay. But if you're tired of it, you know what you could do? Uh shut my mouth and, and accept it and take it right yep. up the ass. That's yep. really all I can do at this point, because there's nothing I can do or say on well, you know what? There is. I can bitch and moan on this no, podcast. No. You just That's said you're what tired I can do. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. I'm going to continue to bitch and moan every Great. week and lose my fucking mind. Outstanding. Thank you. Good plan. You. Splendid plan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
All right, let's go. Uh, let's go around the the NHL. Uh, I got to tell you, there there was there was a part of me last night who saw Kako get hurt and think, oh shit, the Rangers are just going to overspend and go out and get Kane to replace him for the year. <laughs> I'm glad they did not do that. Um, and look, the 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 other players that come to mind, um, who I are are are. Losing, I I lost their names. Uh, uh, Ryan Kessler and Backstrom in Washington, who have had this surgery. Um, I think Backstrom, what made it the furthest, played half of last year in the beginning of this year before taking a break and having to to settle down. And Kessler, really not being the same player after this I surgery. Mean- so is is this how a old? How old were each of them at the time, though? Backstrom was old. Backstrom was this year. Backstrom yeah. came back last year. And how old is Backstrom? He's in his thirties, right? Thirties, yeah, he's thirty something, right? Okay, like, like mid thirties. Patrick King's thirty five. What's your point? Oh, I, never mind. I... <laughs> Did you think he was younger? I wish. No, he no, was no, 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 no. I, I thought you were talking about the. Kako getting injured and having to have some sort of surgery. Oh, no, no, that's fine. He'll okay. be fine. Okay. And, and in fact, well, he'll be back before the end of the year, they're saying, okay. uh, which which is way better yeah, than no, you know, an ACL. Kane is, yeah, that's that's Detroit just trying to see if they can catch lightning in a bottle for dirt cheap. And you can't yeah. fault you can't fault them for that. No, I mean they're 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 trying. Yeah, you're right. They're trying to catch lightning in a bottle and trying to rekindle that whatever he had with the brink at in, two million in bucks. Who gives a shit? Two million <clears throat> bucks is right. worth the worth and, the risk and they, if you got it. Yeah, they still got what ten million dollars yeah. left to spend at the cap. Yeah. Um, at, or at the deadline rather. So they they will be fine even if Kane doesn't work out. They can still find somebody to take over for for Kane if he doesn't work out. But I, I'm I can't wait to see what Patrick Kane is going to be and see if he comes back. Uh, you know, somebody, somebody who can survive this surgery. Just like they, there was doubts about Eichel with his neck surgery, right? But I think that that's slightly different. And yeah, he was a lot younger. But there was a there was one beat writer who tried to get Laviolette to talk about Backstrom coming back last year, the comparisons to Kane this year, and he wasn't biting because you know talking about other players and other teams is not, I guess, something they want to do. Yeah, but. Do <clears throat> Uh, he didn't. He definitely didn't bite on it. But what we did say was, you know, these these guys are getting cleared by doctors or you know professionals and specialists in these fields that clear them for contact and clear them to play you know hockey. So you know Patrick Kane, Kane is highly motivated. He loves hockey, as he said in a statement. And um, I I I I I hope he I hope he comes back and and plays well. I do too. I, again, I think what you know, if he plays eight to ten minutes a night, you know, he doesn't have to be the the eighteen to twenty minute guy anymore. He comes, he plays eight is eight to ten minutes. He plays on all the power plays. You know, he's not going to be a, a a thirty goal scorer. You just got to know what you're going to get. Yeah, but you're getting this guy who has to. He's going to play with the Brinkat, so he's going to play on one of your top. He's a top six but forward. He, but he might. But he might be an every other shift top six forward. He might not mm. play every shift. That's a little taxing on your on your other players, and to spend one point two million or two point one million dollars on them, it's only two million dollars given how far into the season we are. In in real money, and again, yeah. they had it. 
All it costs you is a roster spot. We'll see. We will see. Oh, good fight. Yeah. Who, why? Who's, there is blood. I, I'm not watching the game, so Anders you can't Lee. just say that. All Lee. blood. Anders Lee and uh, Smith. Yeah. And Anders Lee, Lee had blood all inside of his visor. Lee got I'm going to turn it on five. now so I can see like the eight minutes leading yeah. up to the fight. Yeah, it was. It wasn't great. It was. Ooh, it looked, good it looked, hit. Looked, yeah, it was. It was a good hit up top. Yeah, I'm, uh, but he hit him in the. He got him up in the nose. So he chased him and got to do a fight afterwards. But and it's four four. By the way, I said that. two minutes. Did you? Yeah, I did. I'm sorry. Two minutes left. My bad. Get the aisles get a spark in them from that fight. Uh, other things going. Corey Perry. Ha! Are you all right, buddy? <laughs> Yeah, I'm just thinking about Corey Perry. <laughs> we all are. Listen, I, I know the Blackhawks have come out and said all the rumors that are going around are incorrect, but have you seen Connor Bedard's mom? No. Mm. Eh. 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 I mean, you wouldn't kick her out of bed, Nick. Um. I mean, they're probably close in age, though, right? Like, agreed. She's what, her early 30s? No, what are you? No, 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 come on, late 20s. He's 18, late 20s. Yeah, you out of your mind? She's in her 40s for at least. (laughs) Probably have to be. She doesn't have to be in her late. She doesn't have to be. She could be in her late 30s, mid to late 30s. No, No. you looking at what what are you looking at? I, I don't know what you're talking about, man. No, um, but, but there was disturbing reports saying that Corey Perry was diddling with Connor Bedard's mom, and that's why he's been asked to leave the team. That was you buy any? You buying any of that? Nah. Well, nah. the Blackhawks came out and literally—I mean, without naming the rumor—they they vehemently denied that that had anything to do with anything. But that rumor is just way too much fucking fun. It, and there's no yeah. fucking chance it'll ever die. So we may as well just go with it as truth at this point. <laughs> but I, you know, how it started, I don't even know how it started. But there's got to be, got to be something to it, don't you think? Well, why would it come out if there was nothing, <laughs> nothing to like? Right, exactly. Why would somebody make this up? And I, like, I, with, like when Zach, with, with Zach Wilson. Right, he he banged somebody's mom, didn't he? Or yeah, I don't remember who, but yeah, what was his college? But, but no, but he definitely did though. Like that wasn't a rumor that somebody made up, for sure. Like, well, I'm, but really my cool. point was these things happen. Yeah, they exactly. Hundred percent. Actually, I what I heard was that, you know, Corey Perry and Zach Wilson finger cuffed. Bedard's mom and and Zach Wilson tried to shoot his load on her titties, but he missed and hit the back of Corey Perry's leg because he's got no fucking aim whatsoever. <laughs> that's just another part of the room. So look, Corey Perry was having a pretty decent year, albeit with the Blackhawks. Would you take him on your team? Hell yes. And in a fucking second, I would right now. Especially a Devils team that takes the lead with 21.9 seconds to go. Uh, Nick's about to slam that. Yep, there it is. (laughs) Nick Nick called that one for sure. Oh, no doubt. Oh, Oh, yeah. Who scored it? Oh, boy. 
Curtis Lazar. Oh, Curtis Lazar, really? Rebound on the goal step. On the, uh, on the goal. Yep. Ugly goal. Oh. Ugly goal. Bounced off a guy. Oh, to- totally ugly. Yeah. Ugly, but it worked. Effective. Gonna win the game. Uh, another no, another good game we've we've lit up uh given Sorokin uh Slamel hangout to dry. Three goals in the third period. Was that at New Jersey or in, in Long Island? Yeah. That's New Jersey. Was at the Ooh. Rock. Cotton Club. Um so yeah, I absolutely would take Corey Perry on the Devils. We would just lock up Jack Hughes' mom. Um <laughs> and uh yeah, he absolutely I think now I mean I don't think any any player on any NHL team is gonna want him around, right? Not necessarily. Not I, mean, get the, I don't think he gets the best reception in the locker room. I mean, well, it really depends yeah. on what he did. Right. He could be out this season. They might, no one else might take him. Then he can come back later, probably yeah. next year. Are you if kidding someone, me? In his, his playoff performances? Huh? Listen, he, he's a good player still. He's not. If he was a shitty player, then obviously. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But we'll see. I get the feeling he's going to come back at some point. Not I, this year. I would definitely like him on the Devils for sure. I think he would try uh, out. Kind of almost be exactly what they need. I feel like he's going to go for a um, a year in uh, what's it called? Uh, Siberia. Well, no, I was going to like, take a stick a sabbatical, sabbatical? or or uh, what's it called? <laughs> it just you know like a gap year, a little gap year. Yeah. <laughs> My God, De- Devils! Speaking Devils! Twitter of, uh, is trolling the Islanders right now. By course. the way, I mean Holy they're only shit. it's the only thing they have in their lives to to do is, is troll troll anybody on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, so I mean they're all the same age as, as Jack Hughes. So you know what are you gonna do? Oh, poor Nikki. So okay, so so of course Smith didn't bang Connor Bedard's mom. What Corey the Perry, hell did okay. he do? Corey Perry. So what is it, Connor Bedard? You said, said Corey, Corey Smith. Smith. Corey. Corey Smith. Oh, Corey Smith is. Yeah. You must be looking at Twitter. Um, I, I was. It's it's the only thing, right? I mean, well, also, he was kind of brought in or was given the role of being someone to take Bedard under his wing, too. Like, show oh, him the sure way. Did. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Like. <laughs> He might have. He might have been showing him something, you know. This is how you uh, fuck another player's mother. Yeah. <laughs> this my, happens. My job here is done. Cut me. Connor, this happens when you fuck a grown man in the ass. Wow. Is that from, uh, is that breaking, from Brothers too? Breaking trade news. Ooh. The Blackhawks Black trade a fifth-round pick. It was a conditional pick from Calgary to the Vancouver Canucks for Anthony Bovillier. Mm. A little bit of flavor. A little bit of local flavor. How about that? How about that? Interesting. They needed, a, they needed an extra guy, obviously, and Bovillier <laughs> has not been uh, working out that well in Vancouver, but Vancouver seems to be pretty, and pretty, he's, pretty good. They're okay right now without him. You're okay. <laughs> Doing he's, right. an, he's an ugly fucker, so nobody's mom is in jeopardy. <laughs> no, it's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
What? But they're what's just going to field a team of ugly players from now on. <laughs> but what's worse is that the Blackhawks just had their mom's trip. Yeah, which wow. I think is why this this rumor is going out. Do you think it was like like some high school uh, field trip where after lights out, somebody's mom was sneaking out of her room and just like tiptoeing down the hall? Corey, open up. It's me. Corey, it's me. Open up. We don't want the chaperones to see. I heard it was because uh, Perry was insisting on having uh, Bedard in the locker room call him daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. That is deplorable, by the way. So, yes, that, that could definitely be it. I mean, but other than... Wait, so wait, in order to real... Like, you know, lawyers are douchebags. So in order to void a contract, right? You got to think that there is some serious proof, right? Yes. That's got to make it out. That that proof has got to make it out somehow. For For Corey Perry's agent to say, okay... We accept him being waived unconditionally. So, maybe, so does everybody? Maybe he everybody knows. <laughs> well, that would be that be evidence. definitive proof, Bill. Everybody knows who incarcerated Bob is. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. On Twitter, he confirmed this rumor. Really? Yes. He said well, but- one of his hockey contacts confirmed this rumor. I bet, so, he, I bet he did. I mean, listen, gold, then. In, That's as good as gold. Bob saying it. It's got to be true. It's got to be gold, true. Jerry. Gold, right. Jerry. Gold. Type type forty five. Can we move on now? No way. No, because I don't think it's that. I don't think it, the problem is that he had sex with her. It's that he he dressed up as a Black Hawk Indian and told oh, her to suck that. his peace pipe. And and the real issue there, of course, as we know, is cultural appropriation. That's insensitivity. That's oh. <laughs> Ooh. What's the name of the the, the Blackhawks mascot? I think it was uh Melanie Bernard, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. That's, the name. That's it. <laughs> well, hey, listen, good luck, Corey Perry, wherever you may land. Hopefully it's with the Rangers. Not There's no one up. young enough. No. Lafren- have you seen Lafreniere's mom? Ugh. No. Yeesh. <laughs> I think we're safe there. And Heedle, oh, I can only imagine what his mom looks like. <laughs> Good Lord. You know, the NHL has gotten rid of them being able to do like the warm-up jerseys. Yeah. And the 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 rainbow tape on the sticks for the pride games. Do you think after this incident, they're going to outlaw the mom's trips? I, I mean, if, if they do, you know damn sure. That was the reason why. That that's why it happened. One thousand percent. That was the reason why. It should always be dad trips. Yeah, that's just as gross. But okay. <laughs> the the dads only got to watch out for the Chicago Blackhawks video coach. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> oh. Okay. Oh, going, you knocked it out of the park again. Well this done. This is going downhill. <laughs> All right, let's uh let's let's go take a ride in the metro. Sponsored by Rich Wholesome, Nestle Quick. Hello, boys and girls. 
Do you hate the taste of regular milk and need energy? Try Nestle Quick. One sip and you can feel the energy in your muscles. Nestle Quick, now available in chocolate and strawberry. They say the real men drink pink. Then I'm a real man for sure. But if you like the brown, I still love you for who you are. Because it's time for acceptance of everyone, all preference. We're all quick on the inside anyway. Nestle Quick, it does the trick. Uh, and we are going to start with the Devils. What a shitty fucking week this was. But, but. Only the first two games of the three-game week. Uh, terrible, terrible, terrible loss versus the Detroit Red Wings last week for nothing. It was the first time the team was shut out in 101 consecutive games. There was just nothing positive to take for this. Three goals. They gave up three goals in the first in a minute and 12. Team only registered 16 shots on net for the whole game. There was just no fight at all. Uh, they came out flat against Columbus, going down 2-1 after the first. Um, they did, you know, start to pour it on a little bit in the third, but Elvis Merslikens, uh stopped all 20 shots in the third period, so the Devils lost that game 2-1 to one to fall below NHL 500. At this point in the season, after the Columbus loss, they had only scored first in a game three times out of the first 18 games. You're just not going to win when you're constantly getting behind. So what did they do? They came out against Buffalo. They scored first, and they scored often. Buffalo cures all ills for your team. Um, Not every team. Well, not not every team. Good point. (laughs) Uh, five of the seven goals were on five on five, which has been an area of concern so far this season. Eight different multi-port scorers. And this game also marked the return of Nico Heischer, um back in the lineup. And he played very well. There was no rust on him at all. Um, and then they followed that up with an exciting 5-4 win tonight against the Islanders. A huge come from behind win. Three goals in the third period. Uh, Jack, number one star, goal to assist. Um, so let's see. Hopefully this is uh, the start of something good. Last year they had their 13-game win streak from December 25th to November 23rd. Maybe they're just starting it a month later this uh, year. So we're we're two games in. Maybe they can, you know, continue the streak. So we got uh, Philadelphia on Thursday. Fuck the Flyers. Friday, we've got the San Jose Sharks at home. And then they uh, turn around and head out west starting next Tuesday, a week from tonight. uh, 10 o'clock tilt versus the Vancouver Canucks. So a little Hughes brother action going on next Tuesday. Hughes on Hughes on Hughes action. That's right. Hughes on Hughes. You said their winning streak last year went from December to November? I'm sorry. October 25th to November 23rd. Gotcha. So maybe they can start, you know, another month long streak, just starting where last year's ended and going into December. 
Gotcha. Gotcha. All right, Bill. I want to hear angry Bill this week. It's nothing to really be angry about. The, I mean, I'll keep this short. The Penguins are simply irrelevant. They're they're going to be ten and eleven after tonight. Uh, then they're going to go to uh, Tampa and lose, and then they're going to have a home and home with Philly, and they're going to lose both. And they're going to go to Tampa, and they're going to lose again. And you know, there's there's too much wrong. Like it just changes. Like the power play stinks. They're twenty games in. It's not going to get better. And and if it's not the power play though, it's something else. I mean, at best they're gonna like cover around five hundred. At best they'll be in eleventh place, something like that in the in the conference. And I'm just curious to see what Dubas wants to do with the trade deadline because, I mean, there's just nothing. Uh, they're not a team of the future, like and and they're and they're not a team that's gonna break through this season. So, since we're running behind, I'll just ask everybody if you if you want. If you want me to cover somebody else, I'll, I'll take suggestions. Maybe we'll just drop the penguins from the podcast because this is not irrelevant. So let's let's move on to somebody else who has uh, maybe has more to, uh, to to play for. I mean, shit, can, you you can't drop the penguins from the podcast now. Well, I was just I was just throwing it out there. I was throwing out feelers, no. but like there, there, it's just the rebuild's got to start. It's there's it's uh, a season and a half, like. They, they they did another one of those things. Oh, they played Buffalo that Steve, you know, falsely said uh, cures everybody. They took a 2 nothing lead in the third period. Guess how many points they came out of uh, within that game? Zero. Uh, so, I mean, it's just it's just more of the same crap from last season. Um, they're arguably more talented, but the results are all the same. If you are, were are to you... drop the Penguins, the only team you could uh... – Switch to is the Bruins because there's a nondescript black and yellow person in the Friends and Rivals logo. So you'd have to <laughs> you'd have to match that up. I'm not saying that the black and yellow is really for the Penguins because I don't want to risk any sort of uh, copyright infringement. Hmm. But just something to think about. Everybody knows how much I love those Bruins. Oh, that I mean that's his favorite oh, team of all time. Great. So I mean he's Jesus he's got Christ. it. I mean it's it's a shoe in. I mean are you are you are you all in for a rebuild? Would you you stick around yes. for the rebuild? I know how you jump teams like you're fucking drinking water, but would you? Well, because I became a Penguins fan in like 2006. <laughs> that's that's I'm all over the place. You're you left the Mets to go to the Yankees. You left the Jets to go to the Giants. I mean, well, I mean first I'm he just... left the Giants to go to the Jets, and then he went back. Right. Okay. I'm not a Giants fan. I don't know what everybody's even talking about. Now I'm just losing everybody. He's certainly not a front runner. He's liked Michigan since before the state was founded in college football. Everybody knows that. That was a long time ago. Well, right. well, are you? Oh, would you be all in for a rebuild? Would you stick around? Would you be, or would it depend yeah. on? I, I like Dubis. I like Sullivan. I, I, you know, I feel like uh, I, <laughs> they've got a long fucking way to, to go. To Bill's, to Bill's credit, it's never been about the players. No, no, I, I it's always field, been about right? management. It's always been about yeah. management. So I get if he that. likes I, the management, he's going to stick around regardless of the I'm just giving him a lot of shit. But well, I, I don't I mean, think, I'm all for that. Right, but I don't think Dubas and Sullivan are going to be around for the rebuild. And and I think that's – therein lies the problem. I don't think – Dubas might not be the right guy to rebuild the Penguins, and Mike Sullivan I don't think is the right coach to coach a rebuild team. Maybe they get Hextall so, back. 
And I'm okay with, you know, if, if so, I think he'd want to, if Sullivan decides that he wants to, to not be part of a rebuild, I respect that too. I, I wish him well, and he can go do his thing. Like Dubas, Dubas, they just, he just came in and, and he was put in a spot where like they, they wanted to keep this. He gave it his best shot. I, I, I think he wanted to come in and rebuild. I, I think in his heart of hearts, that's what he wanted to do with this team, but he had to like toe the line for, for some we, amount of time. Can we and trade try coaches? to fix what Hextall did? Can we trade coaches? You're <laughs> <laughs> damn sure not taking Lydia Ruff for a fucking rebuild. <laughs> oh, I, you know, holy I, shit. For that matter, I'd be happy if the, if if Crosby came, and I don't think Crosby will, but if Crosby came in and said, "I I want to I want to take another shot at a winner somewhere," mm. I I'd love to see him go somewhere, but I, I don't think I, he's I don't think he's that type of player. He's he's, he's yeah, really don't he's, he's in no, Pittsburgh he's, for the yeah, long haul. That's it. There yeah. is just there's no way he's going. He's no Ray Bork. <clears throat> well, listen, yeah, if Crosby Ray hadn't won a championship, it yeah. I think it's a completely different story. Yeah, but he's got three, so I think he he's pretty well happy. Nick, Icelanders. Do you have to? <laughs> <laughs> I already, I already right. said I was going to give up the Penguins. You can't do, you can't do no, that now. No, you're no. stuck. Yeah, there are no more blue and orange teams in the fucking league, Nick. Well, you're, you're stuck. Sorry. Well, Miles, uh, as as uh, Stephen mentioned earlier in his uh, segment, that the Isles lost five four in this tonight's game, uh, with uh, which I called way ahead of time when it was 4-2 in the second period. Third period, Isles can't play. They just leave their foot off the gas, and it's atrocious. Now, not, not to discredit the Devils. They played real well. It's just it's just every single game this continuously happens. Like, Isles have, are great in the first period, fucking terrible in the third. It's just horrendous. And that's the reason why they're basically around 500 right now. So um, just uh, broke a six-game point streak with tonight's loss in regulation with 20 seconds to go. So great job guys. Um, Isles ended up uh, picking up um, uh, over uh, Mike Riley, Ryan, Riley, not Ryan, Riley. What the fuck's that guy's last first Mike name? Riley. Is it Mike Riley? I think it was Mike Riley, Mike Riley, right? I might just, Thanks. yeah, I'm picking. Yeah. Uh, picked up Mike Riley um, off waivers uh, when uh, Pellick and Aho both went out within one with, under within a minute of each other, both going down and and if subsequently going on the LTIR, um, you know this just was kind of a shit show in the in the Ottawa game, which I'll get to in a second. Uh, but that's an important thing because I feel like that's the most important news this week. Uh, Riley getting picked up um, on waivers, kind of a lucky thing, getting a a, a veteran defenseman for nothing, um, effectively, uh, but. Anyway, Isles had a home win against the Flyers, 3-2. It was their second straight win in the, in, um, in a row. Isles didn't blow the lead that game, and incredibly. Uh, fuck the Flyers. That was kind of the whole notes fuck I have on this Flyers. game. Fuck the Flyers. Uh, then we played Ottawa a couple nights, two, two, two nights later. This is a, a three and four, three night, three games and four nights situation. Uh, so they played home. Two nights later, they went up to they played in Ottawa. Um, they had their third straight win. They went down two defensemen within the first three minutes of the game. So they played with four defensemen the whole game. Somehow managed to win that game. Isles D just, you know, each guy had 30 minutes each, you know, just ridiculous amount of time um, in a regulation game. Uh, Varley played really strong, kept them in it, and just they were able to 
get through that. The team was like basically just I think they saw both guys go down and, you know, Pelic went down and was like screaming in pain. So that's never good. And then Ajo leaving and then not coming back in the second. The team basically was like, yeah, we got to we got to get this played real tight defense. And they did like urgency, a sense of urgency. It sparked something. And they kind of had that that like talk after the game, like this was like maybe a turning point or like big a gutsy effort. You know, everyone kind of was like looking around, like we did a fucking good job. Uh, third straight win, um, and then um, they had the next night. They had to fly back. I guess that night they fly back. I'm not sure how they do it that night or the next morning. And they had to play the Flyers at home again uh, in the back to back. And Sorokin, 40 saves in the game, in a one nothing shootout loss. So you can only imagine by that statement alone. It's just that's how the fucking game was. They couldn't score a goal. They wasted a Sorokin shutout, uh, and then end up not even getting the second point. Um, sucks balls, but that's the fucking that's what happens, man. Um, outside of that, we had a minor trade. Uh, Devils and Isles swapped minor league pit players. Tyce Thompson for. Uh, Arnon Durandu, um, basically it seems like it's a center for winger kind of move. Thompson is the son of the former Isles AHL coach, Brent Thompson. So maybe there's some other, you know, reason. I don't know. Probably just a minor league swap, whatever. Yeah. Nothing. Really, he didn't even mention it because it was so minor, nah. you know, but to be honest, that's the, uh, that's the, the Isles in the nutshell this week. Uh, we still kind of have moments and then we suck. I don't know what to say. Um, it's bizarre. Thurzel had one of his best games of the year in tonight's game. He had a breakaway goal, a ridiculous uh, assist on, I think, the fourth oh, that, goal. Yeah. That was a ridiculous pass. The, it was the fourth one, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it frustrates me because I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, you got you can put together then all these great moments and then they just fucking fall apart. So Absolutely. One of those things that, you know, when it happened, it looked like an accident. And yeah, then you seen... see the replay and you're like, no, he, he really meant to do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's that's the kind of shit you have to do, you know, night in, night out, because that's the kind of stuff that a Jack Hughes does. Yeah, you're expected to do that. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you know, otherwise you're not that's not you. You're not that guy, you know. So I mean him and Horvat played well for the most part, but the whole team just just blew a gasket in the third again. So I don't know. It's just the same old story. Can't keep giving away points, and this was a, a real, real rough one to give away. Um, especially when they, I mean, they the, the, the they were on a four on three power uh, penalty kill in the last on the fourth goal, but the fifth goal was basically just hey, get the fucking overtime, get the point, and see if you can win overtime. And they they couldn't do it. So just to, breaks. just to add on, I think the reason why Devils Twitter is extra salty tonight, apparently there was a very large contingent of Islanders fans at the game tonight. They had done one of those group trips expecting to get their picture taken on the ice as well. Only the Devils have instituted a policy now. No visiting fan groups can have their pictures taken on the ice. Oh, there was like a thing? They were looking well, to get on the ice? That's hilarious. So one of the perks of, of getting a, a group package is there's all these things you can ask you you can do, and oh. one of them is a is a photo on the ice after the game, and wow. after the That's last so Rangers game when the bunch of Rangers fans were out there, uh, Devil's Twitter blew up rightfully so, and now you're not allowed to do it anymore. 
I mean, did they like were they taking like you know all their pants off and shit? No, it was just you a know, group. Ranger standard group just photo Rangers. and Ranger jerseys yeah, on I mean, the devil logo. Wow. Yeah, so petty. Well, they could have said like you can't do it on the logo, and that would been seemingly fine. But yeah, whatever. So okay. That's all. Okay. I enjoyed that actually. For sure. Uh as for your first place New York Rangers, oh it was another this has gotta fuck. This has gotta fucking end. Stellar week in Rangers Town, baby. This has gotta end. There is no quit in New York. Oh god. We're gonna get all the fucking catchphrases. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm done. I'm only kidding. Go New York, go New York, go. We get it. No, that's the Knicks. I Whatever. would never ever do that. But after the Stars game last week, we had a conversation about how they lost that game. You know, coming off the emotional win against the Devils, um, and that would ring true again this week uh, at the end of this week. But before we got there, we had to go and and play a whole bunch of teams, um, including the Penguins on the the night before Thanksgiving, and which but, was didn't I predict a, that they would. Lose that game, the which was a very competitive hockey game, and right. I thought the Rangers were going to play very the well they, and sound. The one where the and Penguins did. didn't score. Oh yeah, and they did. But the story of the game was Jonathan Quick. Um, Lafreniere got the only goal in the game, but the story in the game was was Jonathan Quick. He he stifled the Penguins every opportunity that he that came his way in a one nothing shutout over the Penguins on the night before Thanksgiving. Um. Then they played the Philadelphia Flyers. Fuck on, the Flyers. Fuck the Flyers. Fuck on Flyers. Friday the 21st at 1 p.m. start. Um, and the Rangers took care of business in Philadelphia. Um, Garnet Hathaway is the perfect amount of asshole to be a Philadelphia Flyer, by the way. Um, he was running around headhunting the entire game. Uh, he he at one point tried to take a shot at Jacob Truba at center ice, and the hitty became the hitter, and Truba put Hathaway right on his fucking ass. Um, laughed very, very hard at that. Uh, the Rangers come away with a 3-1 win, but the story of this week was the showdown on Saturday afternoon against the Boston Bruins, a battle of teams uh, in, in the commanding spot in their division and uh, in, in their conference. And the, it was a, a back and forth affair until the Rangers pulled away late in the third period uh, to win that game seven to four. Um, and, and look, this was another game quick played and uh, forgot which one of the goalies um, played for for Boston. But listen, I, I have always for the past two seasons, at least the, the goaltending in Boston has been, in my opinion, where it's at. I mean, they won the Jennings Trophy last year, didn't they? Those two guys, well, without a doubt, yeah. And uh, and and look, they they started this year just as red hot. Um, and and look to score seven on Boston, and look, Boston may be going through whatever they're going through right now, but to score seven on those goaltenders, not all of them's their fault, but hey, we'll take that any day of the week. And now you get an emotional win against a a measuring stick in the Bruins. And you play a home game against the fucking Buffalo Sabres, and you pretty much do everything you can to lose this game. Uh, full marks to, to Buffalo came in and played a, a really solid road game and were very opportunistic in their goals, which was ultimately a 3-1 win for them. And a couple of empty netters made it 5-1. Um, well, I don't think that that the, the fifth goal was an empty netter. Igor was pretty pissed. He let up that goal. But listen, 
you lose a game five one at home after coming off of that Bruins game. And now you you've you've had back to back emotional games in the past two weeks. And the next game next game after that, you lay a fucking stinker. So I, I really hope that they take and learn from these games because when it comes playoff times, every game is an emotional game and you gotta be up for for them all. Uh, and sure, you know, going up against Dallas and going against going up against Buffalo is not really, you know, may may not get your blood boil, but you better be ready to come fucking playoff time um, to play these highly emotional back to back games. Um, so this week the Rangers play the Patrick Kane and Detroit Red Wings tomorrow night. I don't. I really doubt he'll play tomorrow night. You think he's going to play tomorrow night? I don't think he's going to play. Where's the game? Madison Square Garden. Well, you think there would be a little video though? It's on TNT. Yeah. Here's a tribute, a backhand goal against the Devils. That's it. That's all we got. <laughs> well, listen, it's it's better than the Aaron Rodgers tribute video. Um, and then they um in my opinion is gonna be a really uh, another measuring stick for the Rangers to play the uh the, the Nashville Predators on Saturday afternoon in Nashville to see if they can seek a little revenge on a team that really beat their dicks in the last time they played each other. And then they got San Jose, uh, which sounds like a back-to-back for San Jose, New Jersey on Saturday, and New and the uh, and MSG on Sunday, and then they uh, finally finish it out on the road against the Ottawa Senators next Tuesday night. And now it's time for trivia with Bill. Ugh. Now this is the wrong Bill. All right, so. Our question today, how did Maple Leafs owner Harold Ballard avoid complying with a new league rule that required nameplates on jerseys? How did it wait? Can you repeat the question for me, please? This is such a poorly worded question. It really is. Even more poorly worded. How did Maple Leafs owner Harold Ballard avoid complying with a new league rule that required nameplates on jerseys. So the he, league said you have to have a nameplate up for your jersey, and he said, "Fuck that! I'm going to use this loophole." Okay, just like that, he said that. That's what he did. <laughs> that's my answer. He said, "Fuck that! I'm going to use this loophole." Well, yeah, but they're looking for the loophole. Uh, the loophole was Connor Bedard's mom. Mm. <laughs> that's what I heard. I think the judges are attempted to just. Call that the correct answer. <laughs> uh, Pretty good. Pretty good. I'm going to, without knowing the correct answer, I am going to say he used the same color font of the last name as the color of the jersey. Oh, Steve got it. Very nice. Did you fucking really? look that up? Did you look I did. that up? No, I swear to God. You've been oh, watching shit. me the whole time. Sit right fucking here. Uh, yeah, and you were holding your phone. Yeah, you were right holding there. your phone. We all saw that. <laughs> I don't think that's the answer. What you're 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 on Instagram <laughs> while we're doing a podcast? Yeah, sorry. Mark you're getting, Harvey, come on. You're getting my full attention. Don't worry. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I'm, I'm sorry. I got it. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get it right. <laughs> Isn't that more fun though that you were just throwing out some it was a, bizarre It was just some stupid answer that it? I thought, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. I think um, if the fucking Yankees could do it, we're going to do it. That was going to be my next one. Uh, that damn it. A, my next one was going to be he did it in invisible ink. <laughs> I should have said that one first. 
You really should have. You. I'm sorry. Come on, man. I'm sorry. Now it's time for impressions with Nick. Fucking great. We have a caller calling in. Hang on, Wait. we have a guest tonight. What? We have a guest tonight. No. He's, no, he's he's about he's and all right. Okay, guest, are you on? It, the damn internet connection. These damn internets. Let's see if I had to drop Nick. Uh, sorry, buddy. We'll get you right back on Nick as soon as this uh, this this guest comes on. Guest, are, guest, are you on? Hey, you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I've heard a lot of a lot of shit talking about the refs tonight. This is Garrett Rank, NHL referee. You're all in trouble. I got some minor minor infractions to point out tonight. We got Tom muting Nick on entry on the podcast. Two minutes. Not my not spatchcocking the turkey. Two minutes. Crying about the referees while in first place. Two fucking minutes. Death threats to the refs over spilled milk. That's a five minute answer, buddy. Steven badgering Tom on his lack of turkey skills. Two minute minor. Suggesting child abuse to other podcast members. That's two minutes, buddy. Oh. You can't get away with that. Excessive apologizing to nobody important to the podcast. That's a five-minute major, buddy. Oh. Yeah, yeah five-minute major. Eating, that's a yeah. bad call, like Raph. Eating fuck like a sociopath. Yeah. That's a ten-minute major, major. You're out of the game, bud. You're oh, out. God. Messing up the trivia on top of it. Oh. Messing up the trivia segment out of the – you are that's a, that, you are out next week. You're out. We're getting somebody else in. I might be getting an in-person I might be getting an in-person meeting with Gary Bettman. William, excessive drinking while your wife is sick with COVID during Thanksgiving, unacceptable. Two minutes. Perpetrating vile rumors involving players, moms, two minutes. Racist jokes involving Native Americans, uh, that's a slap on the wrist. Not being relevant (laughs) to the podcast, not being relevant to the podcast. Five minute major. Everybody, you're out of the game. Going over tight 45, you're all out. Signing off. Shit. Oof. I always said that I was wow. going to find the referees. They found me first. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Well, I only like, got 11 minutes in penalties, so that wasn't too bad. He's like Corey Perry. He got in there, he did his business, and he got right out. Right. <laughs> we should all be so fucking lucky. Uh, all right. Let's go to the state and Steve's stomach. Oh, that feels better. Billy uh, Smith. Um, this one's going to bring us to year of our Lord 2019 please go 2019 to August 13 August 13th 2019 August 13th in the year 2019 was a Tuesday breakfast on this day was the same exact breakfast I had today which was a Coke Zero and a granola bar. What kind of granola bar? Uh, chip? Nature's Valley? No, Nature's Valley Crunch. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, lunch was a ham and Swiss cheese sandwich from Pierre's Deli. Mm. It's a 20-ounce Coca-Cola Zero. Mm. Uh, dinner was a little barbecue at the brother-in-law's, uh, burger, hot dog. Sausage and peppers and some pulled pork. Um, and we also enjoyed some cake. Uh, it was his girlfriend's Ooh. birthday. So we were over there for that. Calm down, uh, Billy. Calm down. Nondescript. I don't have the exact kind of cake, Billy. I know that probably disappoints you. 
God, um, he jumped out of his chair. All of that was washed down with a Coca-Cola Zero 20 ounce as well. Tom, why did you pick Tuesday, August 13th in the year 2019? All right, so I'm going to give you everything. Oh, are except you? That's what Corey the, Perry said. Exactly. Except the state. You got to give me the state when I'm done. Okay. Florida. All right. So a man Philly threw Smith. a meth-fueled death party for his ailing wife and got three years in prison. A blank man who threw his wife a drug-fueled death party before she died in January was sentenced Monday to serve three years in prison. Dwayne Arden Johnson, 59, was initially charged with third-degree murder in the death of his wife, Deborah Lynn Johnson. Uh, Deborah, 69, died <laughs> nice. of nice. Meth- methamphetamine toxi- toxi- toxicity, easy for me to say, oh. on January 24th in the couple's home. Um Dwayne Johnson, or let's just say The Rock, agreed to pled uh, agreed to plead guilty to a lesser charge of felony neglect. Um, the judge sentenced him to three years with a credit for 201 days already served. The Rock was arrested June 24th and charged with a criminal neglect after he called 911 and reported his wife's death. Uh, according to court documents. The first deputy to arrive at the couple's home found the words death parade, God, hell in red spray paint on the screen door. I don't understand what that means. Oh. A naked Dwayne Johnson opened the screen door and screamed, my wife is dead upstairs. I don't know if he sounded like that, but through his, from his picture, that's what he sounds like in my head. Uh, the charging document stated he ran back inside saying he needs to wash this stuff off of him. The deputy found him sitting in the bathtub in the bathroom on the main floor of the home. The court document said uh, Johnson told deputies that he had to wash with soap and bleach to get uh, a little black and white things off his skin. I guess that's a meth thing. I don't know. While sitting in the tub, Johnson said his wife had been uh, shaking so violently and she couldn't uh, blah, 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 blah. When the deputy asked Johnson, he did not seek medical attention for his wife. He told him, uh, he told him why. Other than responding, deputies found Deborah Johnson's body wrapped in a sheet at the top of the stairs. Very sad. Um, and that's it. I'm gonna oh. give a city as well as a state. Ooh. This, this sounds like oh, it wait, would wait, happen. wait, hold on, no, no. Oh. He, he he did come. <laughs> <laughs> yep. In the top. He and, then he, and then he washed himself. Oh, that's weird. Yep. Huh. I, I'm going with Baltimore, Maryland. Mm. I'm going to go Jacksonville. Ooh. I'm not going with a city. I'm going to take an entire state, but I'm going to Great. say Louisiana. Okay. Well, I, uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. You're all wrong. So okay. I'll can we go again? Two. Can we go I'm again? I'm going to give you his picture. Oh, there you go. Job. This is Dwayne Johnson. Okay. Now guess. Bill? Minnesota. Mm. Detroit. Ooh. Georgia. Congratulations, Bill. Ah! 
Minnesota. 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 He's from. Yeah, it's the uh, only place somebody that pale could exist in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It, I don't know if it says where in Minnesota, but a Minnesota man. Probably right. by one of the lakes. Probably. Um, oh. In Minnesota, county of Brown. Which he uh, ain't, which is ironic because there's no uh, Cyrilus, Cyr- S-E-A-R-L-E-S, Cyrilus, Minnesota. Easy for you to say. There you go. Tom's a creep. Tom is a weirdo. Where does he come up with the shit? It's so disgusting. That might even be Upper Peninsula. I thought you said there was an actor involved in this story. I said it was a famous name. Dwayne oh, Johnson. Dwayne Johnson. The Rock is pretty is a pretty famous name. I don't you think? You. Okay. I mean, that I, was, when that you said I thought you meant like a real actor, not like the name of an actor. No, I just said there's a famous name. Oh, uh, okay. That's a good play. Good, good I got play. loopholes galore in today. Yeah, set. really. So cool. Oh. I sense I'm sensing that's that's a write up part of the write up. <laughs> <laughs> Just taking a shot in the dark here. Yeah, <laughs> I will be on location for the next two weeks. In fact, the commissioner is coming up to see Steve and to see if there is a suspension going to be given out to you next week. So we will see. Maybe we'll have Tina in your seat. Fingers crossed. Ooh. Oh. Goodness. Might have what to call treat. somebody up from the, the yes, the podcast minor leagues. Nice. Brian? No, definitely not. Um, <laughs> special shout out to a certain little boy who uh recognized or realized his dream uh this week. Uh, I don't think we're at liberty to say who it is or what the dream that was realized was. <laughs> Maybe we can mention it next week if uh, all the press releases go out and everybody is notified. I think we're close. I think we're close to being able to to make that public. Mm. They didn't fucking tell everybody yet? Dude! Don't get the kid in trouble. They'll pick him right off. (laughs) Well, I think it's probably safe to say on this podcast. Nobody's. Yeah, I I think we're good. (laughs) But seriously, they they really didn't tell everybody yet? What the fuck? We have a huge... We have a huge following of alumni from that particular institution mm. who listen to the show. Two people at best. You say potato. Maybe more. <laughs> Just saying. Okay. Good for you. Just saying. All right. All right. That's going to do it for us tonight. Don't forget to uh, follow us on the Twix at friends underscore rivals. Leave us a review on Apple podcast. Well, we'll, we will read them on the air. If you want us to turn on notifications for our podcast while you're there. So you never miss an episode of the friends and rivals podcast. Billy, say something witty. Corey Perry was sent home from the Blackhawks because they said two minutes in the box would not be enough. Through the magic of editing...